Hello, everybody. Welcome to Underneath the Hats podcast. I am your host, author, educator, entrepreneur, Cherie Simmons. And this is season four of Underneath the Hat, episode five. Lord, my hands are ashy. Um, <laughs> so I want to, I think my dog is trying to, you trying to say hi too, sir? Say hi. Okay. So I want to welcome you all to really, maybe another episode of Underneath the Hats. Thank you for tuning in. Our theme for season four is speak over yourself. Make sure you subscribe and like on YouTube and underneath the head podcast. Check us out on all podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Podcasts. Also, make sure you share the episode. Uh, be engaged. Post questions and comments. You can even sew into the session. We have Cash App, dollar sign, Y-L-A-A-T, 2017, or Zelle at underneaththehat at gmail.com. Make sure you check out my books, Underneath the Hat, and it's that size for a reason, my journey through infertility. They, they are available wherever books are sold. So if you just type in my name, Cherie Simmons, they will come up for you. All right, so... Every week, I have been sharing a word or a phrase and just speaking on how you can use those words to speak over yourself and to encourage yourself. And so today, I want to speak about one of my favorite quotes by Marion Wright Edelman. And she says, you can't be what you don't see. You can't be what you don't see. So with that quote, I really use it to push and motivate my girls and even myself and my mentoring program, Young Ladies at All Times, and that our sole purpose is to help them to carry themselves as young ladies physically, mentally, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, academically, we just give them all the tools that they need in order to carry themselves as young ladies. And the reason this program even came to be almost six years ago is me watching my intermediate age students as their math teacher and seeing that their behavior was getting worse than the boys. And so I did my master's paper on the effects of reality TV on girls their age, which happens to be the age of young ladies at all times, 8 through 14. And so I realized that a lot of times nowadays, these TVs are raising these girls or kids in general. And so they tend to do what they see on TV. And so I came up with a way to expose them to something different than what they were seeing at home or outside their windows or on TV or the internet. And that's how Young Ladies at All Times was birthed. And so it stems from that 
quote from Marion Wright Edelman of you can't be what you don't see. So often we make comments, and I've done it myself, of these kids don't, it don't make no sense the way these kids act. They like they ain't got no home training. And in some instances, they don't. Because you have young girls raising kids. We see it all the time. We see mothers in the same ages as their kids, hanging out with their kids, having all types of people around them, exposing them to different things. And so we can't get upset with the kids when they are a reflection of their parents. And so they're only doing what they see. And we can't be upset with them for imitating art, imitating life. They're only doing what they see. I've, I've said before that one of the biggest lies we were told as kids in most black households was do as I say, not as I do. That is the worst and biggest lie ever. Because we tend to do what we see more than we do what someone tells us. And it contradicts the, the, the saying that we hear all the time, actions speak what? Louder than words. So if actions speak louder than words, then how is it that you want me to do as you say and not as you do? It, it, it contradicts itself. And so a lot of us are visual learners. We learn from seeing what other people are doing. That's why YouTube is so famous, so well known and has exceeded everyone's expectations because you can pull up a video on any topic and it will show you how to do something. So with the quote from Mary Wright Edelman of you can't be what you don't see. We have to make sure that we are being a good reflection or example to the people around us, whether they are our children, our nieces and nephews, our coworkers, our siblings, our parents. We need to be examples of what we want them to see. As an administrator in, in an elementary school, I've had conversations with parents before that have made the comment of, my kid gets on my nerves. That like they ain't got no sense. I don't know where they get that from. And the first thing that pops into my mind is the apple in the tree. In the Bible, there's a scripture that says you could tell a tree by the fruit it bears. I don't have to walk up to a tree that has apples on it and ask what kind of tree it is. I can tell because there are apples growing on it. I don't have to walk up to a tree that has oranges coming off of it because I can tell it's an orange tree. So you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears. Same thing with children and their parents. They are a reflection of you. So if you are the tree, whatever you're putting in this child, exposing your child to, will reflect in what they produce. So I told one parent one time, I said, if you don't like the reflection, because your child is a reflection of you. And if you don't like the reflection, you need to change the mirror. You are the mirror. They do what they see you do. They say what they see you see and hear you say. They formulate relationships based on what they see you do. 
They formulate friendships based on what they see you do. So we can't get mad at them for acting a certain type of way when they're just reflecting back on us what they see us do. I used to hate when my mother would send us to school or we would do things at church. And the first thing out of her mouth would be, don't embarrass me. And they used to scare me at first. And then I got grown, I'm like, huh? I'm the one up there. But then I can also understand where she was coming from because everything that I did was something that I saw her do. And as much as it pains me to admit, even to this day, there are things that I do, sounds that I make, gestures that I make, things that I say, that I hear them or see me doing them. And I instantly think of my mother. Even as a 40-year-old woman, I still have things ingrained in me that subconsciously come out because that's what I saw my mother do. That's what I heard my mother say. We all do it. I don't care how hard you try not to. <laughs> we all do it. If you surround yourself around a certain type of person or a certain group of people, you're going to end up acting like that group of people. Birds of a feather flock together. Now, one of you may not have started out as a bird, but eventually if you end up living with birds, you're going to start acting like one. One of my favorite Disney movies is Lion, The Lion King. And when Simba ran off after Scar made him think that he killed his father, Mufasa, he ended up meeting Timon and Pumbaa. And Timon and Pumbaa knew he was a lion, knew he should want to eat them, but they were able to convince him that he should eat grubs and bugs and all types of stuff. And so he ended up eating it. So even though he was a lion that was built to eat the animals that he was friends with, they were able to convince him that he could eat the things that they ate. So because he was in an environment where eating other animals didn't happen. He had to conform to where he was. And the same thing happens with us as adults. We end up conforming to a lot of the things that we see and hear or see other people do based on the people we surround ourselves with. I became the wife that I became because of what I saw my mother do. I became the friend that I am today because of the people that I surrounded myself with. So we have to be mindful of who we're around, who we allow our children to be around because we're not their only influence. And they will find influences that are comfortable for them or familiar to them based on what they see you do. So if you hang out with thugs and hookers and drug dealers and weed smokers or whatever this skunk crap that everybody's smoking now and drinkers, then that's all your kids see, then they're going to think that that's what they're supposed to do. So with the quote, you can't be what you don't see, we can't get upset with anyone for not acting a certain type of way when they haven't been exposed to it. So we need to change the reflection. And the only way to do that 
is to change the mirror. So the next time you see a person, have a little empathy because their mirror may not look like yours. Their experiences and influences may not look like yours. And so what you see them doing as adults and as children is just a reflection of their environment because you can't be what you don't see. So I hope that this, these words helped you to want to speak over yourself, to change your environment and to change your mirror. If you don't like what's reflecting back at you about yourself. If we really sit down and think about the way that we treat people and the way that we act and the things that we do, we all can come up with a list of things, a list of traits, a list of qualities that we have that we could change. And one way to do that is by surrounding yourself with the people who exhibit or display or show those traits that you want. My group of friends and I have the same mindset. Now I have about five good friends and all of them have never been in the same room together. But if you were to have a conversation with each of them, they will remind you of me in some form or fashion. I surround myself with people who are where I want to be. I am not the smartest person in the room. Because I want to be able to learn from other people. So I surround myself with people, mainly older people, who are where I want to be, have gone through what I've been through, that can give me points, pointers and, 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 and tips on how to not make the same mistakes that they did in order to make my journey a little bit easier so that I can sow into someone else the same way they sow into me. So take Marion Wright's, Marion Wright Edelman's quote of you can't be what you don't see and apply it to you. And once you realize that there's some things that you can change in your mirror, you'll have a little bit of empathy for those around you that don't act the way you think they should. Because nine times out of 10, they're only being what they see. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and like on my YouTube page underneath the Hats Podcast. And we're on all platforms of the podcast. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Google, Spotify, uh. Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. I was trying to wait for that scroll to come so I can on the next again. So don't forget to check us out. If you can't watch us, you can listen to us. Also, please share, be engaged, post questions and comments. So into the session through Cash App at dollar sign Y-L-A-A-T-2017 or through Zelle underneath the hats at gmail.com. Again, you can also check out my books on Amazon or wherever books are sold underneath the hat. And is that size for a reason? My journey through infertility. Just type in my name, Cherise Simmons, and the title should pop right on Again, thank you so much for supporting me and being here with me on my journey as I not only minister to you, but also to myself and learning how to speak over myself and encourage myself 
on a daily basis. Again, I hope that everything that I'm sharing is helping someone to be better on this journey we call life. So until next week, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. I will see you next time.